If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growandemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growandemaillist.com. That's growandemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You can be perfect for you, but stop comparing yourself to other people. What is your goal? What is your journey? What does that look like? Let's define it. Let's be clear. Let's be selfish. And honestly, by doing that, we're just also making the people around us actually happier. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. As an entrepreneur, you might feel like you wear a gazillion hats. You're the CEO, the creative director, the graphic designer, the copywriter, the social media manager, the bookkeeper, and a million other things. If you feel that way, you're not alone. I feel it too. But no matter how many hats we wear, my guest today just might have us beat. She's a wife, a mother, a doctor, a Navy veteran, a speaker, a main cast member on Bravo's Married to Medicine, and a successful entrepreneur running two different businesses. That's right. My guest today is changing the world, and she is rocking all of those hats. And might I say, she's doing it flawlessly. With a focus on preventative, occupational, and integrative medicine and addiction therapy, the woman you're about to hear from today believes in providing empathetic care that promotes healing and helps you look and feel your your personal best. She's an expert in lifestyle medicine, and she believes in empowering patients through emphasizing disease prevention and maintaining health. That is the key to longevity, according to her. And although she's an absolutely amazing doctor when we talk health, I also invited her today to put her entrepreneur hat on so that she could tell us about the businesses she runs and the why behind them. I am so excited to dive on in. So Dr. Contessa, welcome to the Gold Digger Podcast. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love the Side Hustle Pro Podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews Akome, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Side Hustle Pro showcases diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled from a humble side hustle to a full-blown profitable business. Every week, you'll learn actionable strategies to start small and get going wherever and whoever you are. In Nikayla's recent episode titled How to Make Content for Your Business in Less Than One Hour a Week, I learned so much about how to optimize recording sessions to get content done quicker, as well as new content creation tech and tools. You have to tune in. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Miss Dr. Contessa, I have to say my team was freaking out when we got you on our calendar. Welcome to the Gold Digger Podcast. Thank you for having me. You know, I'm super happy to be here. I'm your biggest fan. Just so Aww. you know. Just so so you know. can we kick this off? So we're going to start with like where you are currently, which is you are so passionate about <laughs> preventative and occupational and addiction medicine. And yeah. I have a feeling that under that title or under yeah. that job, there's a deeper story. Can you talk to me about how you got into that and maybe what spurred that decision? Sure. So 
my family has been since I've been a you know little kid, chronically ill, right? My mom had breast cancer in her 20s. My dad was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in his 20s, several surgeries. And so we pretty much as I have a brother and sister, we kind of lived at doctor's offices. Like our whole summer was spent on like waiting rooms of hospitals and clinics. And I just felt like one, I needed to in my job, in my life have purpose. Yeah. And the second thing was I needed to fix that. Like I needed to not have kids all around the world with chronically ill parents that then feeling like they're not empowered to make a change. And so that's kind of what led me to something I discovered later in life, which is preventive medicine. So tell me about what a day in the life looks yeah. like today, because as I'm talking to you, you're in an office. I'm like, whoa, what do you got going on? Walk <laughs> me through what that looks like. So it's interesting because preventive medicine is essentially, you know, we are all about health promotion of not just individuals, but of populations. And yeah. of course, with the pandemic, people start talking about public health and preventive medicine. And that's like my jam. That's my world. And so I have several jobs. One, I do have my own clinic where I do individualized care, which is more like my initial training, which was in family medicine. But then I also work for some big companies and I help with like planning and designing their population health, like strategies for keeping their of course, employees safe and healthy yeah. and strong and, you know, and things that we can do to help prevent illness, disease, poor outcomes, you know, early death, morbidity, mortality, things of that nature. And so, again, it's very empowering for me because what I get to do is essentially pass the power back to the patient. I yeah. spend a lot of time educating patients. And I think also one thing that COVID taught us is that patients are smart. Yes. I think Internet, people get upset about having like the Internet and YouTube, like, and, you know, like, I'm a, you're a YouTube doctor now, so I, you know everything. I actually kind of like that you can ask questions and that you've like already kind of done your research. And so when yes. you come to me, you already kind of have a plan and I am your partner in your yes. healthcare journey. I'm not paternalistic. I don't tell you what to do and the right decision for you and your family. We help decide together what's going to be best for you. And then also for you to go back and say, this is what I believe in. This is a plan that I can get on board with and I'm going to do this and yeah. we're going to change this life and we're going to not be again chronically ill because now I know that what I eat matters, what I put, you know, my built environment matters, like the stress in my life, my relationships matters. All those things can contribute to my overall health and well-being. Yeah, I love that. I have been on a very interesting health journey since having my second daughter. And over the last year, I feel like I've just changed my whole life and outlook. And I was just doing a cortisol test a week ago and, you know, checking out these like preventative things of like, I just, for me, I need to understand what's happening in my body to take action. And I feel like there's a lack of information in terms of our own individualistic needs yep. that sometimes keeps people in that position of being disempowered when it comes to their health. I love that. And that's, you are the ideal patient. And that's why I open Chastain Integrative Medicine. And that's yeah. actually what we do. Because people want to know. They're like, mm -hmm. okay, I get that I have this, but why? Yeah. And even though sometimes the answer is we just don't know, but right. this is kind of the data. This is what we're thinking. These are some of the things that can contribute to it. And oh, by the way, these are the things that you can do to make your situation help better. Yeah. And these are the things that you can do that makes it worse. Yeah. And so now you know, and you have that decision. But a lot of times, unfortunately, providers get annoyed when you ask questions. Mm -hmm. And I say to that, if that's the case, fire them. Because remember, yeah. you're paying them, right? Yeah. You chose them. And you need to have a person that you can talk to about literally anything. Doc, I got this bump on my butt. Where'd it come from? And what <laughs> is it? Or you know what? Honestly, and it's kind of, you know, maybe controversial to say, but I'm having issues in my relationship and I'm now having a relationship with someone else and I had a slip up and I had sex and I need to get an STD check. You need to have a doctor that you can be honest and transparent with because that, of course, is for the health and well-being of everyone involved. So it's really it really does matter to be able to communicate with your provider. So one thing that I would love to talk to you about is that you are speaking to a lot of achievers. So you are speaking to entrepreneurs, side hustlers, people who are burning the candle on both ends or wanting to start up their dream. What are some things that busy entrepreneurs could start paying attention to or 
get information on or talk to their doctors about because I have seen so much like a reflection of my health genuinely impacts my business and the results we get. And for so long, I had them so separated that now I'm like, oh my gosh, if I would have had this energy 10 years ago, I can't even imagine. So talk to me about that a little bit. Well, just like you have a vision and mission for your business, how much money you want to make, I believe you should have a vision and mission for your healthcare journey, right? If your goal is, for instance, if you suffer from a lot of anxiety and you just can't sleep, you need to have, what is, be specific. Okay, look doc, this is what I'm looking to achieve. I want to be able to sleep eight hours. I want to be able when I lay down and close my eyes, not to think about and perseverate about everything that's happening. So yeah. then I can wake up refreshed. So I won't drink so much coffee. I won't, you know, be so tired all the time or take something to help me stay up. Right. Yeah. And so coming up with that vision and mission and being very clear and actually saying this is achievable for me. If it's, I want to be healthy as far as my weight goes, right? Because I eat out a lot. So how do I do that? And then for those people who are overachievers, we also help them to understand that there are things that you can do. I.e., if you are someone who can afford to possibly plan your meals or have someone help you with that, outsource that. If you need to get a trainer or you need to hire someone to help you with your macros and micros, as far as like the nutrients that you need, then do that. But understand that sometimes going to your primary care physician, they may not be the full source. And you may need to, again, with that vision and mission, decide this is what I need. I can't get everything from here. But doc, can you help me find out where I can get this from? Yeah, I love that. We recently had an experience with one of our parents where we got them blood work done and we were like, we just think it'd be awesome to have your labs run. And they actually ended up bringing in that lab work to their general doctor and saying, here are these labs that we have never done, but can you help advise on them? And it was just so eye-opening because I'm like, oh, this person has been doing an annual physical forever, but all of a sudden now we have this information. And so I feel like that proactive approach. And I love that idea of just as we set like goals and objectives in our business, to set them for our health and to make them so specific. Like your example was like a smart goal. Like it's not just, I want to sleep better. It's like, what does good sleep look like for you? I love that. You know, and and actually being specific about also, when do I want to achieve this goal, right? So in the next three months, I really want to be able to do this, this, and this. And then again, that also tells your doctor that this is a priority for you because we do have people that come in with like these random list of things, but then they're just kind of like throwing it out there. Okay, I have this. Okay, now. And they're not even listening because they're moved on to the next thing. But if you're very clear, you say, this is a problem for me. This is inhibiting my productivity. I'm irritable with my family and I need to change this. I'm telling you, there are solutions out there. And there are also people like me who are integrative and functional medicine doctors who can maybe do some other things, talk to you about acupuncture, about meditation and prayer and even going to maybe a retreat that can help you to center and rebalance. And even again, talking about being plant-based because I'm a big advocate of that. And I think once you change your diet, a lot of things in your life really does come to a steady state. One thing I adore about you is that you're not only a practicing physician, you also are a mom of three. You are also a main cast member on a network TV show (laughs) and you're an entrepreneur. So when we look at all of these buckets and that doesn't even sum up who you are, that's just some of the facets. So obviously Gold Digger is a very female centric marketing and business podcast. I want to know a little bit more about your businesses because we yes. talked about the medical side. Yes. Talk to me. You are an entrepreneur. Walk me through. You have two main businesses. Talk to me about those. So one is I started a, a line of nutraceuticals. So like supplements and vitamins, you know, protein powders, things of that nature. And again, that kind of was born out of the pandemic because people were looking for naturopathic ways of improving their health care. Yeah. And unfortunately, because we do eat such over processed diets, then sometimes we need some exogenous things to help us to create that steady state in that homeostasis. And so that's kind of how that came about. And what I still do is I'm still very clear. The best way to get something is to eat a plant, like to try, you know, eat beans, nuts, seeds. But of course, if some micronutrients you're missing, like vitamin D, it's hard for us to still get what we need. I provided high quality supplements to do so. So that's what that business was about. And we don't have a brick and mortar. We have this a fully hot doc nutraceuticals is online. So anywhere in the world, you can order some supplements. I know. And then again, the other side is the hot doc. So hot doc is my health and wellness kind of brand that was born again out of just me trying to figure it all out. Like what is, what is my life? What's the design for my life? Because I feel like this, 
despite will you believe, peer pressure does not stop yeah. when you age, right? Yeah. And so the peer pressure was as a mom and as a business person and as a wife that you as a woman no longer matter. The thing that matters is you know your household, your spouse, and your kids. And you really, whatever you need, that like personal wellness journey, it goes away. And that kind of becomes the, the yeah. norm. And I said, you have to, as a professional and as a doctor or as a, you know, a woman, you're still hot. Like yeah. being 40, I'm almost 50. I'm still able to be sexy and I can still wear clothes that are revealing if I want to. And if I feel like, you know, wearing a bikini, because I used to actually never wear bikinis. That fitness competition that I did yeah. was for me to free myself from this belief that when I have kids, I now have to wear... <laughs> <laughs> it was so silly. Yeah, I, I don't know why you just being, yeah. you know, and, and it's interesting, even when I post a picture or something of me in a bikini that my husband took. Yeah, yeah. women sometimes will be in the comments talking about think about your husband. Yeah, I'm like, he, took he, it. He's, he bought this. He bought this woman suit for me. So I mean, it, it's just interesting that we start believing that we can't still be sexy and feel and do whatever it takes for you to feel beautiful and you don't longer yeah. matter. And yeah. so I just really wanted to help women refine that and even to help them to feel like they can find their tribe that also agrees and believes in that because it's motivating, right? If you want to look good in the mirror naked, then what's wrong with that? Yeah. I love that. I always feel like there's a distinction between motherhood and yeah. martyrhood. Yes, right. And I think that our culture glorifies being a martyr to everyone else. And I feel like motherhood also includes mothering yourself. And for me, it's like with young, I have two little girls. And I'm like, a lot of times when I tell them like, you are beautiful, you are strong, all these things. And I'm like, and the same goes for me. And the same goes for me. And And it's like, I think we've let that go. And so I love how you're talking about like, no, like you can be you at any age, apart from all the other things that you do. And I know for myself, like now that I'm feeling so good and energized, like I find myself like chasing my kids around or like jumping around the kitchen and like doing things. And I think to myself, like I used to not have the energy to do this. And like the energy piece is so huge. That's right. And it's interesting that you said the martyrdom because I actually felt at times when I was, you know, especially when I was in the, the mix with my three little kids, I at one point had three kids under the age of five. And I felt like, like who I was was completely dead. Like yeah. there was yeah. no more me left. Like I was yeah. literally a shadow of everything that I had designed for my life. And it's yep. almost like as a woman, and that's another reason why Hot Doc exists because I want you to continue to focus on you because mm-hmm. again, it's kind of like putting, and I hate that kind yeah. of analogy because it's kind of overused, <laughs> yeah. putting the oxygen mask on yes. first, but it does matter because the other part of it is that the kids are watching you. And I realized that there was a point at which my girls were watching and also feeling like, you know, because you can, you can create this message that, you know, it's it's stressful and it's terrible to be a parent and a mom because it's so tiring and it's such a burden and you can't accomplish your dreams anymore. And so if you're passing that message on to your kids, even inadvertently, then what are you really encouraging them to have this kind of well-balanced life? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want, I mean, if, if the way I was presenting myself to my kids when they were much younger, I would be like, I don't want to be a mom. Cause if that's what being a mom looks like, oh, that's horrible. You know, yes. <laughs> she looks like she's been dragged through the mud and then, you know, hung out to dry. And I, I just, I did not want to continue to do that because that wasn't healthy for me, but it also wasn't healthy for them watching. So you are kind of a little bit ahead of us in the journey for most of us. Most of us are in those like, in the trenches days. Do you have any advice on like how you started to find yourself again? Because I feel like so many women listening to this, they're like, I don't even know what I'm passionate about. I don't have a hobby. I don't even feel like alive anymore. And I think that that's like a really tricky transition because you know that kids are only little for so long, right? And Mm -hmm. we're constantly told, soak it up, don't blink, all of Mm -hmm. these things. But at the same point too, it's like, do you delay your life? Or like, how did you uncover your passion again? Well, you kind of did anyway, especially if you're a mom, because for 10 months you were pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you right? know? And then I, you breastfeed if you breastfeed. So it's like your life is literally not your own. But yeah. what I had to do was really stop. And this, this may be troublesome for people to hear. Yeah. But, you know, I stopped listening to people. I mean, I have what's called a tribe of two. There are two people who I honor and I listen to their advice. Everyone else is, I will respect them. I'm very congenial and I'm kind. And again, we have I have a lot of friends and a lot of associates, but when it comes to like 
those kind of wise people that whose advice who I go to and I'm like they know me in and out yeah that's who I listen to but I had to stop with all the you know the pressures and influences of everyone else's beliefs because unfortunately they cannot see God's plan for you they are also telling you what they couldn't accomplish what they couldn't ever do. And they have no idea what you're capable of. And you have to remember, even if it's a parent or a sibling or a best friend, sometimes they're limiting you by their own limitations. And so once I did that, and again, I became a student of myself. And so I'm advising for people to become a student of themselves and figure out, again, what is your mission and vision for your life? What do you know? What's on your bandwidth, right? What can you do? What do you want to accomplish? And what do you, at the end of your life, feel like if I didn't do this, I will feel like, you know, because this is my bucket list and this is what matters to me. These are my values. This is what I need. I won't feel complete if I don't do those things. It's different for everyone. And so I also had to learn how to stop doing stuff that didn't matter because someone else told me it was very important. Yes. Yes. I.e., thank God for Instacart. (laughs) Thank God for outsourcing. I mean, I know for a fact I'm not good at hair, like my daughter's hair. And believe it or not, it sounds really, really silly. But I would spend hours on my kid's hair and 20 minutes later, it would look like I didn't do anything to their hair. And so I had to outsource that. And I started to outsource things that didn't matter. I show up when it matters. But honestly, some stuff, every single thing doesn't matter. You don't have to like let the kids ride the bus. I know you may be... if taking the kids to school is your thing and you guys have a great conversation doing carpool, then absolutely do that. But if you know for a fact that you work eight to five and you're trying to rush off real quick to get your kids and and then you don't get to work out because you're rushing to the grocery store to pick up groceries and you're trying to do everything because that's what you were taught you're supposed to do, you will not be okay. So start figuring out what actually has big impact. And do those things. But everything else, outsource that stuff. And once I started doing that, because even my husband's still very much into going to the grocery store. For some reason, he's averse to like Instacart. He's like, (laughs) I don't know why I like, I feel like, you know, and even Ubering. Like I started to like sometimes Uber places where I knew I had a meeting because I could take that time to study or prepare for that meeting. And I'm telling you, once you start reclaiming some of that time and doing stuff that matters, but not doing other stuff, your life will change. It's no secret that business owners are under a lot of pressure right now. We're pressured to get more leads, close deals faster, get better insights to create the best experience for customers, and so much more. So how do we manage it all while still ensuring the best customer service? That's where HubSpot comes in. HubSpot is a customer relationship management tool that is easy to set up, intuitive to use, and customizable to the way that you do business. Drag and drop your way to attention-grabbing emails and landing pages, set up marketing automation to give every contact white glove treatment, plus AI-powered tools like Content Assistant mean less time spent on tedious manual tasks and more time for what matters most, your customers. HubSpot has all the tools you need to wow prospects, lock in deals, and improve customer service response times. Let HubSpot take the pressure off your shoulders and get started for free today at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. 
Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. I agree. And I feel like for busy moms and entrepreneurs, time is that thing that you never have enough of, but that's usually because you're in pursuit of money, right? So you're trading your time to earn money, but you're not willing to trade your money to get back time. And I feel like there's like that tipping point. And once you hit it, you unlock the freedom that you told yourself you'd get when you started your own thing. You know what I mean? I love that. So one thing you touched on that I want to go a little deeper on is how you have like a group of two for your friends. And as someone who has been in the public eye, someone who has, you know, gotten the kind things said about them and the unkind things said about them, what I really would love to talk to you about is this fear of success, because I think a lot of women have it because, you know, of course, failure is scary. That's scary for everyone. But success puts you in a position to be critiqued or discussed or to be confronted. What has your experience been like that? And how has that impacted you? And would you do anything differently? Um, A couple of things. I'm glad you said that because I am from Kansas City, Missouri, right? And I am kind of like typical Midwest girl, didn't even know what Chanel, Gucci, any of those things were until like I met other people. Of course, they're there, but I just wasn't exposed to it. I was like middle class, lower middle class. So we were just trying to make it. You know, Dillard's Macy's was the jam. That was it. And so... I know when I kind of became more known, people started to critique things like fashion stuff and stuff I didn't really care about. Right. And so, again, I would say one thing I do differently is I started to kind of start putting a little bit more time and effort into some of that. But then I also would spend money on stuff that didn't matter to me. Right. I didn't care about some of the labels, but people would make me feel like because you're now in this social group where everybody is labeled out that this is what you should be wearing or, you know, oh, my God, you know, that's that's what you're doing. That's what you're wearing. And I felt and I'm like, again, I feel like I look good in anything. Right. I don't have to spend millions of dollars. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But it was troubling for me because I I, at one point, again, I started to, you know, how we talked about, again, budgeting everything, our emotional investment and what people think about us, our time, our passions, our money. I would then start wavering and believing that I had to buy into that, like the critique that people were giving me, like, what's wrong with your hair? Why didn't you get it done? Or what's wrong with your makeup? Why didn't you get it done professionally? Or what's wrong with your clothes? I would do, if I had to do over again, I would really not, because then it became, I, that's not my world. And I wasn't, I spent a lot of time on stuff again, that didn't matter. And so I think I would, I wish I would have learned a little bit earlier who am I and what do I stand for and what matters to me? And yeah. don't let people's impression of me change who I am because then you become a caricature of yourself. Yeah. And there were moments at which I was doing stuff that I, I'm looking back and I'm just like, why did I even do that? I didn't yeah. and people and it didn't even work. Like I'm trying to like try something new and it was an epic fail because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. So yeah. I went back to just again, if it looks good on me and I think it's pretty, then I'm fine with it. You know, I love that. We live in Duluth, Minnesota, so it's a small area. And it's like we were joking about our friends all get these big cars and stuff. And I was like, around here, you want like a Subaru with a rack on it for storage. Like, And, you know, it's just like that's like, you know, I love living here because I feel like I get to experience the world with different ideals and different priorities, but come back home to like the root of it and be like, I don't own anything with a label. Like it's just, it doesn't add value to my life. And so to me, I'm like, the things that add value to my life are comfort and convenience. Those two things, I'm like, I will spend my money on all day. (laughs) And security for me. So that was another thing. It was like, I felt like spending thousands of dollars on something is like a waste of money. It's a depreciating asset. So why am I even spending money? on? I don't even believe in that. I help people. (laughs) I used to do Financial Peace University. I used to teach that. And so I really believe in, again, budgeting everything. And so for me to spend these 
exorbitant amounts of money on something that I couldn't even go and sell it for that same amount. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. But I, I, got, I got caught up in the comments. I got caught mm. up in people's critique of me. And I just, again, it took me a while to learn. And if anyone else can learn from my mistake, I got a whole closet full of stuff if you want to buy it <laughs> that I will never wear again, that I wasted money on. And it didn't yeah. even look good on me. So <laughs> yeah. What was your experience of being in the limelight? Like, was it positive? Was it negative? Both. Do you appreciate it? Do you regret it or all of it? No, I, I actually think it's awesome because I think it's one, it's a blessing that yeah. people see you as important enough to say that you're popular. Right. Yeah. And so I, I really appreciate that. I think that's kind that people even see me right in this world of people who feel unseen. Yeah. So I respect and honor that. And I'm grateful on the flip side of that. The thing that I would say that has been, I guess, the troubling part is that people can be really mean. And I think they forget sometimes that it's just as fragile as they are. Humans are all fragile. We all have things that hurt. And so intentionally telling someone something that is critical, especially when they didn't ask you for that, like, what is, Mm -hmm. it's just, you have no idea what, impact your words will have on someone because they may just not be prepared at that moment. Perfect example on the flip side of that. I went to a fair, actually I had a performance to do. My husband is doing music now, which is funny. That's his childhood dream. He's in his fifties and God bless him and good for him. But we went to like a concert, like a, you know, one of his performances. And I met a lady who, again, this is the blessing part. She was like, you motivated me to go back to school. You motivated me to reconcile with my father. You motivated me to, you know, do some things. But then she she said, it is my birthday. And so I was like, well, here's my all access pass. Go have fun. Go backstage, meet some celebrities, go have fun. And so she contacted me on social media and told me that day that she was actually suffering from like chronic depression. And this day that she was feeling like, why am I here still? And I'm saying that to say that she said that that which for me, I'm just nice. When I meet people, of course, you want to take a picture of me? Absolutely. I was nice to her. And she was having a day where she needed someone to be nice to her. If I was mean, I could have been that thing that pushed her over the edge because she was already there. For people who are aggressive and mean and hypercritical of celebrities, what you don't know which if again, if you watch TV, you'll see people commit suicide all the time. People yeah. are suffering from depression, anxiety, PTSD. And you think that because someone's a celebrity, they can take it. Sometimes they're teetering on the edge mm-hmm. and you say something, you can destroy them because everyone is fundamentally fragile. And so that's the part I think that has been challenging for me because some of the things I can take, the physical, you can insult me physically, you can insult, you know, call me names. But when you start talking about my children or my family, my parents, it just really gets to be really, really hurtful. And it's just, I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, And it can be a trigger for me. And it's, it's like, wow. And so it hits me. And I don't think people understand that, that hits people. I agree. And I also feel like that responsibility because you're like, I signed up for this, but like no one else signed up for this. And that's where I'm like, give it to me, but like, don't bring in other people. I'm very cautious to share like even my friendships online and things like that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to bring people into the fold of this. Like I don't post a lot of times where I'm with people. Cause I'm like, I signed up for this. No one else right. did. And I think that's so hard. I have a question. So this is something my mom taught me. She was a nurse. So many people in my family are nurses. She always taught me to ask your doctor, what would you do if this was you? Or what would you do if this yeah. is your child? So would you, if your children wanted to go on a TV show like the one you were on, what would you say? <laughs> I would say, I say yes to everything if it makes sense for for, yeah. for you, right? I would ask them what's their why. Yeah, I say even every year, every year of even the television show, I would always say, what's your why for doing it again yeah. and doing yeah. it again? And that's what I would say. If the goal is just to be popular, that's yeah. probably not enough because yeah. you can be popular doing anything, right? Yeah. But if it's really for a purpose, if it's like, again, I, you know, my father went to prison and he was, you know, suffered from substance abuse disorder. And my mom was a young and they were young parents and we didn't have a lot growing up and I'm a veteran, but most people who are veterans are actually men. And so I wanted to also for kids who are watching, give them, you know, cause I didn't see a lot of people like me or from my background 
because I didn't even know how to become a doctor. I didn't even know if that was like feasible. Right. I didn't see a lot of that growing up. And so I wanted to show them that if I could, then you can too. Yeah. But that was kind of the extent of my why. Like I yeah. really wanted to be aspirational, not because I think I'm someone special, but because I overcame, I made it. And if I made it, then anyone can make it. Yeah. So what is your why? If your why is just to be famous and popular, then that's a double-edged sword because fame is a fickle mistress. And yeah. today you may be popular, but tomorrow that you may not be. And if that goes away, are you going to be able to handle it? Because that's the part that people don't get. It, just as much as people like you, they will not like you. And one little thing can change that whole parameter. So you got to be prepared for that. Yeah. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
One thing I have loved watching you do is you're going through a major rebrand with Hot Doc. And I think a lot of business owners listening have either been there or might be there. Like it's time to pivot. We need to expand or we need to niche down or whatever that looks like. And you are expanding to reach and empower women of a certain age to follow their dreams and not allow limitations imposed on them by society just because of the things we've been talking about, being a wife, being a mother, being a professional. Let's talk about this rebrand and this decision. What led to it? What has the process looked like? How have you prioritized it? Walk me through it. Well, again, I think what started it for me was that moment when I started to feel like I was a shadow of myself. But then when I speak to my peers, women who are kind of in the same category as me, they were all kind of suffering from that same thing. And so I felt like, again, I needed to use my influence to help people who are going through the same thing I was. And it just became important to me because it was a voice that was in my head. This is what my friends and my family members needed, right? And I mean, it's not that, of course, men don't go through the same thing, but for women in particular, we start looking at aging as a negative thing. We start thinking it's like, you know, the death of us. And I think it's actually the opposite. I feel like it's so empowering to be in a position where you now, because when we were younger, we didn't have any money. We didn't have opportunity. We didn't have influence. And so to be able to use those things to our benefit, not just for other people too, but for our personal benefit. Because again, our personal Mm -hmm. wellness matters. And so that whole wellness journey was a big transition for me because every time I talked about anything, like my birthday, what am I doing for my birthday? Let's go to Disney World. Why would I want to go to Disney World for my birthday? I was doing what the kids and family wanted, right? I stopped even knowing what I liked anymore. I stopped figuring out or even thinking my voice and what mattered to me was important. And I think a lot of us go through that. But when that happens, that is not without consequences. And that is when that's why a large group of our population, I'm 46 right now, we're suffering from anxiety, you know, depression, we're just chronically sad, or we have chronic illnesses. But it all really goes back down to that fundamental, what is going on with you? And what are you going through? And when you get to it, you start realizing that it's really we've been faking it till we make it right. And now we've made it. And we don't even know what we're doing here. And we forget who we are. And so it's really all about redefining yourself. And then also just being honest about perfection, like this whole thing about Perfection is the biggest lie ever told. And stopping to believe you can be perfect for you, but stop comparing yourself to other people. What is your goal? What is your journey? What does that look like? Let's define it. Let's be clear. Let's be selfish. And honestly, by doing that, we're just also making the people around us actually happier because we're, we're better for them. So it's not really selfish. One thing I love about you is I feel like too, you're kind of creating out of your own needs. So it's like you might be just one step ahead of somebody. I feel like a lot of times we feel like we have to have this all figured out. We have to be 20 steps ahead. We have to have, you know, climb to the top of the mountain before we can put our stake in it. And I love that you have created these businesses out of like practicality of like, this is what I need right now. These are the conversations happening in real time. What do we do? So have you been changing like your audience or your messaging or like, what does that look like? Well, that's one of the reasons why I actually opened my clinic. Yeah. And even the way that I even spend time with my patients and it really came out of that need. It was that people, especially women, really needed to be able to voice what they're going through and their concerns. And so it's almost like I practice medicine, but also life coaching. And it's actually been great. And one of the things that I would say is that I had to find again was passion in my work because it does no matter what it is that you do, whether you're a pilot or a podcaster or a physician, you start getting to this kind of like everything is routine. You know, everything else matters more than I do. Why am I doing this? There's no more. I'm doing it, but I don't really I'm not giving 110 percent anymore. I found passion because I felt like I was making an impact and I was changing Mm. people's lives. But it's not even about just me changing a person's life. I tell everybody, I hope at some point you fire me. You no longer need me. I've given you all the tools to succeed. And then you can go each one, teach one. You go and then create your own tribe and empower other people to do the same thing. You learn the lesson, but you also teach the lesson. And that's my mission. I want to impact millions you know, by starting with one, but then you, I don't need you anymore. I got it. I figured this out and we continue to do it and create this movement of you matter. I love that. Yeah. What did it look like in terms of being on TV? Were you mm-hmm. a savvy entrepreneur in leveraging your TV appearances to help grow your business? You know, what's so funny. I 
I struggled with that. Yeah. I didn't want to become like this salesperson, like this, you know, like my Instagram or my social media was just like a series of me selling stuff, right? Yeah. It was just yeah. like, and so I tried to like not use my platform to leverage my businesses, but I think ultimately I had to, because again, it was almost, so when I first came on the show, believe it or not, I owned a TCBY frozen yogurt store. Right. Okay. I had a fun business. I've always been an entrepreneur. I, you know, I flip properties. I've always done a lot of things because I believed again in being a woman who had her own money. Right. And several streams of income. And I did not want to like pedal myself. But then I learned that it was not about peddling yourself. It's also about being honest about who you are. And this is what you do. And this is why I do it. And this is what I believe in. And so that's why, again, I started to also only spend my time and efforts on things I actually believe in 100%. Yeah. I can't say I thousand percent believe in frozen yogurt. I thought it brought happiness together. Yeah. I was, it was fun because I had a fun business where people yeah. could come and hang out with their families. And it was like a place that I can employ kids and like mentor kids. And it was just fun. It was like low stress. Yeah. However, the passion wasn't there. And yeah. so I, again, I had to just, so now I'm passionate. I don't mind selling my products because my products are helping people. Yes. And my product is really you. You're yeah. going to be, but ultimately I'm teaching you how to be your own product, how to yeah. become a student of yourself. Yeah. And that's almost my mission. I teach you to be a student of yourself. When I ask some people sometimes, what do you want? They instantly would talk about their husband or instantly talk about their kids. Okay. No, no, no. What do you want? Yes. What do you like? Well, we, you. You know, and they just can't even get out of that mindset because that's what, if I see men, they don't do that. They don't do that. Anybody else. Nope. (laughs) They're talking about themselves. Like, oh, well, I like to hang out with my friends. I like to go to the cigar bar. I like to, you know, go golfing with my buddies. And when you talk to women, well, I like to be able to, you know, make lunch for my kids and put a little, what's, what's, what? What do you like to do for you? What brings you pleasure? Well, when I do stuff for my kids, but what about if they're, the kids are going to camp? What about that week? What do you do that week that brings you pleasure? And it's so hard. They actually have to take a second to think about it because it's been so long. So that's what I do now. And I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that. I think it's, it's so powerful because I think for so many of us, it's like you do forget that. Like it, it, me becomes we. And I think there's obviously times and places where that is the necessity. But I think so many women, when I think about your story and all the Mm -hmm. shifts and pivots you made, this theme of like identity keeps coming back to me where you have had to like clothe yourself in new identities over and over and over again as you have evolved. And I think women are scared of evolution and change because they have to change your identity and that feels scary. So have you had any like identity shifting moments that you can think of? Because I just picture all of these different milestones in your life and you having to become someone totally different. I had to learn how to walk away and how to quit. I sometimes did not get that just because you start like, you know, you're in this whole, I treat life exactly like I treat my parenting, right? I teach my kids do what matters and do a good job at it. But there's moments at which something doesn't matter to you anymore. For instance, I have little girls. It's a thing that we put all our kids in dance, right? When they're little, like the girls. But if they don't like dance, I don't make them continue to do dance. And it was actually quite annoying because it was three days a week. I'm spending all my time at dance practice and the kids didn't even really like it. And so I made them finish their season. But then when they finished that commitment that year, I didn't make them continue dance because it wasn't their thing. It's not their journey. And so I had to learn how to do that myself just because I do something. It maybe worked for me when I was in my 20s or 30s, but it doesn't work for me anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I trained for a fitness competition and I was working out two hours a day, but I had a goal and I did that fitness competition. I don't work out two hours a day anymore. I work out 45 minutes at most. You know, I do 150 minutes a week, three days of resistance training. I don't do that because I don't have that goal anymore. I had to learn how to stop doing stuff that did not matter and learn how to quit something that didn't work for me just because I thought it did. And I know I would say even especially in business, a lot of us start doing stuff because someone else did it and they were successful or someone told you to do it, but it didn't work for you. You're not good at that, right? But you keep doing it because you think you're supposed to, but you're not doing well at it. It makes you feel insecure. You're like suffering from imposter syndrome because you're like not doing, you're not successful. Someone else is, but that's their journey. That's their mission and vision. That's their gift from God. And I had to learn to answer that call and that call exclusively and not the rest of them. Stop letting people tell me what I'm supposed to do and 
not do and you know, not do what actually I'm supposed to be doing. It mm-hmm. was tough. It was tough, but it took a long time for me to get there. But I, I have very quick to quit. You know, I'm very quick to quit something. It's more about exploration. Like I'll figure out, like I said, the fitness thing. Not going to be a two hour gym rat. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yeah. But I do work out and I keep myself and, you know, I'm healthy. But that's all I can do. I can't do yeah. two, two, three hours a day. <laughs> I love and I'm that. Okay with I know. That. I feel like there's a line in my book that just says like, maybe you're not getting to where you're meant to go because you're working off of someone else's map. And I think there's such a tricky balance for us out there because there's so much good information and insight and education out there. But oftentimes we like adopt it without putting it through our personal filter. And that's where I think we arrive at places and we're like, this does not feel like I thought it would or like, this is not for me. And it's like that sunk cost fallacy of like, well, I've already invested this much time or this much money. I might as well keep doing it. It's like, no, then you're just wasting more. More. Wasting more because it's not your thing. Even in medicine, I don't do everything. I'm very yeah. quick to outsource. You know, yeah. when people come see me, they want to get this, this, and this. I was like, no, I can send you to someone who does that, but I don't yes. do that. I don't. Yes. It's not my yeah. journey. I love that. <laughs> Where can everybody find you, connect with you, learn more about your practice, your yeah. businesses? Give me all the places. So I am licensed literally all across America, several states. Chastaymedicine.com is where you can find me for that medical consulting. Or if you want to yeah. come see me in Atlanta, I'm at Buckhead. And Hot Doc Nutraceuticals is the name of my vitamin company and supplement company. And of course, I'm Dr. Contessa on all major platforms. So absolutely positively. And again, at some point, I want you to learn. I will teach you whatever it is that you want to learn, but I am trying my best to empower you with all the knowledge. I will not hold any of it back. Mm. I want everybody to win. I think it's enough for everybody. Yes. Oh, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was such a treat. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. I love meeting multi-passionate women. Dr. Contessa is incredible. As we were signing off, I said, do you have any plans for the rest of your week? And she said, believe it or not, I am speaking on a stage and working on this new project. And I was like, no, I do believe it because she is someone who, like so many of us, has so many different passions and this zest for life of, I want to experience it all. I also just love all of the permission she gave us to reignite our own personal passions and to really explore what our identities are outside of the roles that we play or the people that we care for. I'm so inspired by this conversation. I hope that you are too. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review for this show. I absolutely love hearing from you. It is such an honor to be able to interview incredible people like Dr. Contessa and know that it will hit your earbuds. And of course, until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.